Quiet. Bow to your sensei. Tonight, we will strike first with what's cooking. We will strike hard in Echoes of the Warp, and we will show no mercy breaking down the Osiark Boat and Reapers. Ready? Fight! It's time to enter the dojo. Welcome to Snake Eyes, a Cobra Kai gaming dojo podcast. Okay, here we are, guys. We made it to the What's Cooking segment. Uh, Ryan, we're going to start with you here. You've been gone for a couple weeks. Yes, yes, Hopefully I have. that grill's been busy, even though you've been doing other things. It has not whatsoever. Uh, I appreciate the shout-out last week. Um, I've been very busy uh, the last couple weeks. I actually haven't cooked anything in almost a month on the Traeger. Wow. Well, I got the Blackstone, so I did a couple or a bunch of meals on the Blackstone. And so uh, this weekend, I'm, I'm bringing her back out. I apologized out to her last night. And, and it's supposed to be nice this weekend. Yeah. What did you name your grill? Uh, <laughs> I did not. I want to preface this. Okay. Okay. But my grill name is BB Unicorn. That's. Sounds, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. BB Unicorn. And it is. BB Amanda named. Unicorn. Yeah, instead of right. BBQ. Hey, Amanda, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know. What it's it's named that on my Traeger app and everything. Okay. I, don't, I don't really have much of a I choice. I think you should just throw glitter on all her food. And be like, this is your fault. <laughs> here's here's your spice. <laughs> yeah, right. I uh, I went pretty unoriginal and I I kind of stole a Happy Grillmore. Happy Grillmore. Happy Grillmore. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. I like that. Uh, but anyway, so I apologized to her last night and I'm bringing her back out. Um, got a brisket. So I'm going to do a brisket tomorrow. How big? Uh, just seven pound flat. Okay. Uh, I like doing the flats. are simple. They're sure. kind of easier to control. Uh, so I'll do a brisket tomorrow and then doing uh, 14 pounds of pulled pork or pork shoulder on Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Neighbors are going to come over for dinner and they love my pulled pork and I'll, I'll smoke up some pineapple with it. Yeah. It should make some leftovers too. 14 pounds. Should. Unless they have a big family. Uh, no, but I was, you know, when you go to Costco and the, the packs, it's like two. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll just do this big one and, or this big pack with both of them. And so there'll be plenty of leftovers for nice. them to take as well. Uh, and I'll, I'll have brisket from tomorrow with a Saturday or Sunday as well. Nice. So, yeah, got a lot of meat coming up. Uh, very excited to, to smoke again because it's been a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh, and then hobby side of things, uh, nothing. I said, I've been busy. Shocking. Weird. I know. Normally. With what's going on with your family, we're going to let it slide. I appreciate that. But uh, next episode, we expect to hear something more than this. Uh, I did organize some Magic the Gathering cards last couple nights, though. That's a total (laughs) hobby right there. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Sounds like a complete waste of time. No, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, All these Magic cards that you said you weren't going to buy, but you didn't buy any. Well, the thing is, I haven't played a single game of actual Magic other than Arena since uh, the lockdown, since COVID happened. But there's been what three sets released since COVID? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm still buying all these. It's the collector in me. I uh-huh. like having them. I like someday, books. someday, someday. And that's we'll why I do not play. Yeah. Oh, it's abs- the 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 pace of things is absurd because there's been three sets for standard, but then there's also a double masters that I bought bought into a little bit. So you have like other non-standard sets, but they're cards. And the gambler in me thinks, hey, I spent twenty five dollars on a double masters pack. I'm gonna get three hundred dollars worth of cards. Hasn't that, happened. That oh, happened. Yeah. I did uh, this past weekend. We went to a wedding. Um, so my grandma died last week, tied me up for half the week. Then the weekend we had a wedding. Uh, went to the Fire's Keepers Casino, won 200 bucks in blackjack. Nice. Yeah. Oh, look at you. All well, right. So nice nor- stakes. Normally, I, I do very well in blackjack, but I always lose money. <laughs> so, like, I'll always go up. You know, I, I usually start at the tail with 200 bucks. 
I usually always make 200 bucks. I'm like, well, shit, I turn this into 400. I can turn this into 600 pretty easily. And then you crash. And then I crash. the trap. You have to do the same thing. But then I'm like, well, I did it once. I can do it again. So then I reinvest money (laughs) to try to get back up. And I started to get back up and I crash again. So my wife, she didn't go to the casino with me. She just stayed in the hotel room. Smart. Yeah, smart. And she goes, hey, if you get up 200 bucks, like you have to walk away from the table. I'm like, all right. And this is Friday night. Okay. And the wedding is Saturday. So my thought process was if, if I actually get up 200 bucks, I have to listen to her because if I want any chance of going back to the casino on Saturday, which mm-hmm. then I'll really, you gotta be money, I have to no, I have to do this. Yeah. And so a couple of times I got up to 175. I'm like, Oh, I'm not quite at 200. And I plummeted back down to like $50 <laughs> each time. Then I, I finally brought it back up. I was at the table for probably three and a half hours drinking beers, having a good time. Uh, COVID casinos different. I wouldn't go back right now. I'd wait till COVID's over with, but anyway, uh, I finally got up to two hundred dollars on the nose, and I, I walked away. Until very... you pull out extra right. money in the ATM, and you're like, Look, <laughs> babe, I, I won, and well, she'll never know the difference. We'll, we'll say Amanda had a win then. <laughs> yep. So I was really happy. And then uh, Saturday after the wedding, we got back to the hotel, and we were waiting for other people to get back to the hotel, and we just passed out. So yeah. I never made it back. So I actually left with more money than I came with. All right. I was so, happy. Sounds like a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy, how about you, bud? Uh, well, what I have going on is not a whole lot. As far as cooking, uh, I do have a roast in the crock pot again because that's my new Friday thing. I put a, it put a roast. Great. Yeah, I put a roast in the crock pot before I come over to Jeff's house, and by the time I get home, it's all ready to cook and ready to eat. So house smells delicious. That's a that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I've been loving it so far. So. You having just a nice, delicious, thick, hearty meal for you when you come home from here? Yeah, definitely. So this will be the third time that I've done this. Uh, two weeks in a row now. Cool idea. Yeah, so not you should actually good. start doing it before you go to work, though, so then you can bring it here. Better <laughs> have to share, yeah. Uh, but tonight I actually did it with uh, cabbage and carrots instead of potatoes. So, oh, cabbage uh, is awesome in this I'll slow cook cooker. Up, I'll cook I've up never, never done a roast with cabbage. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll very soak good. Soak up all the juices and get all buttery, and yep. yeah, it'll be really good. Super good. Huh. Yep. I, I'm surprised cabbage can hold. Oh no, because you do it in um, uh, St. Patty's Day meal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's so very, you, very you can, you can hold up in there for absolutely. For I was just, yeah, I didn't think it could hold up in the crock pot for that long. Oh, no, it gets nice and soft, yep, and so. yeah, it'll be it's good. Yeah, but cook some rice when I get home. A little uh, instant instant rice on the stove. And, oh, do you usually do rice with that? Uh, I yeah, just uh, I mean I don't know. We'll see when we get home. Well, without those potatoes, yeah. it'll be nice to kind of have that that starch. Yeah, yeah. So. need some carbs to go with your carbs. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, last week I did potatoes and carrots, uh, and then the time before that I did potatoes too. So I went uh, so something different this time. Nice. So, yeah, that'll be good. Um, other than that, uh, did pork chops this week. Those weren't super exciting. But, yeah, nothing nothing too exciting. Uh, hobby-wise, I actually finished those Death Riders for Ryan, like I said I was going to in the last episode. Woohoo! How uh, many? Uh, ten. Nice. Yeah, so we got those all painted up. Uh, they look good. And they weren't as difficult as you thought they'd be. No, they were uh, probably way easier than the infantry. Uh, <laughs> just because I was only doing them ten at a time instead of twenty at a time. So, I don't know. Probably the same amount of models, but it just seemed It easier. felt faster. Yeah, it felt faster. Well, now you can bang out the other 20. Yeah, so yeah, I'll start working on those uh, shortly. And I actually painted up a, give me some help, Phobus Captain. Phobus Captain, yes. All right. Yeah, I looked him up on the website because I had to see. <laughs> well, his cape has got like this weird like thing on top. So I thought maybe it was like a piece of leather that he threw over top of it or something. Okay. But GW painted it all in color like uh, the, the camel scheme that they had going. So I was just like, screw it, it's all red. <laughs> so... I had to look him up, and I was like, man, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, 
uh, so I was scrolling through the whole Space Marine, like all fucking 15 pages. <laughs> well, then I swapped out his head too, so he has a helmet on where the normal model has. Yeah, a, has and then explain. Yeah, explain why the uh, side of the model where his cape is is kind of weird because that's where his helmet was. Yeah, hanging. I had to chop that off. Which yeah, it makes sense <laughs> if he was wearing his helmet, he probably wouldn't have a helmet on his belt. Yep. So. Yeah, that'd be with a few characters. Cause yeah, because I, I was looking at it, I was like, it. yeah, I don't know if Ryan put this together right, because there's a little gap in how this sounds like. He's not going to cruise around the battlefield with a spare helmet on his belt? <laughs> probably be a good idea. He'd probably get it shot off. It's true. <laughs> Got the backup. Uh, so, yeah, I finished that guy, too. Uh, he actually named it after his son, and his son's been wanting it back. So <laughs> I think I he'll be, him a picture. be pretty excited when he gets home. <laughs> I showed him a picture, and uh, he goes, why does Mr. Jeremy have my model? <laughs> I go, dude, he's paying him. You remember? I took him. Like, you yelled at me like a month ago when I gave him to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now you can see it all painted up and be super happy about it. Oh, I found a new uh, a new distraction for Jay to leave my models alone. Oh, what'd you find? So at the Grand Ledge Book Exchange, they have, like, the pre-painted Pathfinder D&D models. Yeah. Uh, like, their used ones. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're, like, two bucks a piece. Nice. They're dirt cheap. And so I've been picking up a couple of those, and he, he loves them because they're and the cool characters. Right. And they're not GW quality, but for a five-year-old, a painted model. Yeah, rock and roll, two bucks, It's awesome. And so do you play with those after he's done with them? More than likely, yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah, but other than that, hobby-wise, uh, I started, I primed his, uh, what is it, the Invictus Warsuit? <laughs> is that what it's called? Invictus Tactical Warsuit. Okay, yep, I primed that up. Yeah, is that the non-dreadnought dreadnought? Yeah. With okay. The, it is the non-dreadnought dreadnought. Okay. Which is probably core, because dreadnoughts are core, <laughs> Uh, actually, he so dreadnoughts are core. He is not core, I believe. No, that's silly. Oh, yeah, he's too cool to be core. Something like I that. I guess that. Uh, and then what else? I primed up the uh, three sniper dudes too. Uh, I had no idea what they're called. Awesome. Did you keep them uh, set or um, not put together? Yeah, I didn't put them together. Um, well, I didn't want to. Yeah, I kind of wish you wouldn't have put that third guy together. He's got the gun right across his thing. Well, honestly, I put him together first, and I realized. Oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have put these together. So I left the other two kind of unassembled. I, I appreciate it. So one will be kind of difficult. The other two will be using a knockout real quick. So. <laughs> the gun just going right across yeah, the chest. Right a across huge, the huge chest. rifle it's, across yeah, the chest. Yeah, it's a huge sniper rifle right across the chest. So bolters aren't too bad because you can get around them, but this right. sniper rifle's like... <laughs> Ginormous. It's just there. Uh, so I got those painted up, or primed up yesterday, and then uh, I'm actually going to paint up by uh, three more... Um, uh, pigs for Iron Jaws. I, the name escapes me. Uh, we're really bad at this on this show. We need to get back. <laughs> as far as oh, well, we, just, we, we just call them pigs. Yeah, so those? we got the pigs uh, uh, guy that That's plays cool. in our game group. I painted up three for him previously, and he was here a couple weeks ago. Uh, I told him I had a little bit of a free time just because I needed a break from painting Ryan stuff. <laughs> so I'm gonna, if I prime those up, too, I'm going to try to knock those out this weekend. Uh, try to get the other stuff painted up, too. So we'll see. Uh, other than that, that's about all I got going on. I... Uh, Bought a bunch of terrain for 40k. Um, probably try to squeeze that in this weekend to uh, get that put together. Uh, just because uh, I want to see what it looks like. Yeah, a Verticus box is going to be a nice box. Yeah, it's just uh, a shame that they didn't allocate enough stuff for armor containers because everybody's short on those. Are the Gore Grunches, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Gore Grunches. Yep, three Gore Grunches. Yeah, um, that, that pisses me off about the containers because they've been out of stock forever. And presumably it was so they could get reboxed right, in the package. Right. And then they instantly sold out. Yeah, they totally. Like, are you I, kidding me? I think they totally um, underestimated. They've been out for six months. Like, what do oh, they I expect? Know. Well, but if you're not taking pre-orders, you don't know how many people True. are waiting on them. Well, I mean, all their terrain is just selling out left and right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. blown well, right That out. happens with the new edition. So, yeah. Especially in 40K, where <laughs> terrain actually matters a lot more. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Everybody's now trying to get stuff to be five inches, and that's a 
pretty easy kit to get over five inches because you can right. stack them. Yep. Yeah, so I got that uh, $80 building and the Vertigo set that actually came in. So I'll put that stuff together and throw it on the table, see what it looks like. Sweet. But other than that, that's what I got going on. What about you, Jeff? Oh, man. Uh, last weekend, I decided to do a, a combi um, cooking weekend. So, uh, okay. so I was looking through the Traeger app, and I found a recipe uh, for that I decided to have on Sunday that would require another dish made on the Traeger. So on Saturday... I whipped up some queso. Okay. And I did, finally did the smoked queso. I did huh? the smoked queso. I uh, did it in my cast iron skillet right there. Was it a pain in the dick to clean the cast iron afterward? No. Okay. Because most people do it in the aluminum trays. I was going to ask you about that. No. Um. I just I didn't waste time. Okay. So I didn't I didn't let it immediately like, just kind of pour it out. Yeah. And, yeah I, I cleaned up. I uh, dished it onto our plates and then anything left I put into our leftover container. Okay. And then I just took it right to the sink. Rinsed it out. It was no problem. Good. Still nice and soft. I could see where it'd be a bitch. Oh yeah. If it was, if you really let it congeal on mm-hmm. there. So yeah, we. Uh, I made that up. It was fantastic. It was very, very delectable. And then yeah, on, it looked pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was quite good. Almost too good, actually. Probably eat more than I should have. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, uh, I found a recipe for tater tots okay. on the Traeger, and that called for leftover queso. Okay. So I did the tater tots, cooked them on the on the Traeger just by themselves for about a half hour, and then threw the queso on top along with some um, black beans and some kidney beans. Okay. And then just let that go on the Traeger for about another twenty minutes, and it was ready to eat. It was glorious. <laughs> no, did how did you do the the tater tots? Did you have them in a in a pan or something? Yeah, they were just okay. on a, like a cookie sheet. Okay. Yep. Just toss it on there. I, Honestly, they could have probably cooked for a little bit longer. Okay. We kind of like ours on the crispy side. I mean, they were still delicious. Yeah. But uh, if I were to do it over again, I'd probably go another 10 to 15 okay. b- before I threw the queso on just to get them a little crispier. So did you just stuff them in your pocket so you could eat some later? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I have a couple now. You want some? Okay. Sure. All right. Here's your tots. Uh, how much smoke got into that queso? I mean, could you taste the smokiness of it? The queso made a bigger difference than cooking the tater tots. On yeah, there. I can't I, imagine I be they, they got too much. Yeah, in the, the tater, tater, tater tots really didn't absorb a lot of the smoke. The queso basically did, just baked them. Yeah, uh, my wife and I were talking about it afterwards. We we're like, you know, the queso definitely was good on the grill. Uh-huh. The tater top thing we could have just done in the oven, you know, or maybe even threw the tots in the air fryer. Okay, prior because it gets re- really crispy yeah. then, and then transfer them onto a cookie sheet then, yeah, and then tots toss in the, it air the fryer oven. Are awesome. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, yeah, also a little bit too delicious. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I cooked up last week on the, on the grill. It was Sweet. a successful weekend, I'd say. And then I also started working on some sisters again, since I have all my assembly done for now. So didn't finish it yet, but I have a 10-woman a squad about finished up, as well as a couple of small uh, characters to go with that. You started painting the tanks at all? Nope. No, I'm going to finish all the infantry I need for like a basic 2000 point list first. Okay. Like and, characters and everything. Yeah. Oh, all, all the characters I think are done after, after this batch. Nice. All of my characters are painted. It, well, take that back except for the ethereal stern character, the, from the demonifuge comics. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is like one of the, the special, the special one. Release model. Yeah. It's a special release okay. model. I all picked right. her up. <laughs> nice. Um, I haven't painted her yet, but she's the only, and I don't even have her like in a list or anything. Is but she an actual like model or is she she's in, as she's something in the else? book, baby. Okay. 
or she might have been in the White Dwarf or something. Okay. But yeah, she's she's an actual model. She's legit, and she's pretty good too. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah. So after I get all the infantry done, which I'm pretty close, I think I'm within twenty. Twenty sisters are having a two thousand. That's pretty awesome. Two thousand point force, not yeah. everything I have. Yeah. Uh, and then when that gets done, then I will throw together the tanks that I used to play you a couple weeks ago. Okay. So that'll be two rhinos and immolator and two exorcists. That kind of your your base armored force, you think? I think so. I mean, if not, I can always add or subtract yeah. later, you know. But it's it's a good start, I think. Good. Yeah. So that's what I'm up to, and uh, by the time we talk next week, that will definitely be done, and I'll be on to the next thing. Sweet. That's awesome, man. I feel like you banged out all the infantry pretty quickly. Yeah, I got it kind of down. Um, I think I can pretty much knock out a squad of 10 within a week. Wow. Which for me is pretty good. Yeah. You know, um, they got a lot of detail, and it's hard with my uh, color scheme with the blue and the white uh, because you throw the white on, you know, my do my white base coat, then I hit the blue on there. And then by the time I'm done highlighting the blue, I always am slopping over yeah, onto yeah, the white. Up. So I got to basically then, you know, cover up the bleed over onto the white before I can actually do the white. That's got to be a pain in the pain in the butt. To it's, it's a little frustrating. Cover blue with white. It's a little frustrating. I'm getting better at it, uh, yeah. but that it that's a, a good two-hour chore just to cover that white back yeah. up. Yeah, I do the same thing with Ryan's Space Brains. I uh, airbrush all the blue, and then I have to go back through all the, like, guns and... All our stupid crap with a, a white because I use the contrast paint to uh, do all the accessories, so they don't go over the blue at all. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a could knock those out in like a day if I didn't have to go back <laughs> and, and paint white over the, all everything that I already did. Sure, because you, you're putting the white layer down so you can put the contrast on. Yeah, because yeah. you can't tell anything. Yep. over that blue. No, no, no you no, can't. No, that crimson blue. Yeah. No, maybe black. Maybe no, black won't even black go over won't it. even go over it. Okay, nope. yeah. That's the the payment you pay for using the contrast, right? Yeah. It goes on so much faster. Sure. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thanks a lot for joining us with this What's Cooking segment. Hang on, and we'll be back in a minute. What's up, all you beautiful babies? Welcome back. Uh, we are talking about what's coming up here, and we have... Finally have a release date for Giants. All right. About yeah, time. Finally coming. So pre-order for Giants will be Saturday. And so the next code, I'm sorry, the codex will be out the, the following week. So we got about a week with the, to go. So we're very excited about that. Yeah, um, the only problem with that is they're going to take a giant chunk out of your wallet. <laughs> yeah. What's the kit? 195? No, 195. 195. Oh, it's like, brutal. It's like $500 dues in Australia. Cha-ching. <laughs> brutal. But. You know, in theory, you're probably going to have two of the Mega Gargants and maybe three. Yeah, uh, I think it's two and two and six. Two and six is say. probably maybe. Be I think that's what it was. Yeah. I'm really starting to get a theory that they have like a price point of what they want an army to cost. Oh yeah, yeah they figure it out. It's yeah, dollar wise, six hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. Right, whole army. Yep, you just you got it. as many models. You got it. So, so yeah, I, uh, I think that's a very good point. Yep, they have that number, and they're mm-hmm. going to price it accordingly, so that that's what an army costs. So th- this past week, we, uh, you know, they've been doing the the rules kind of preview the whole week. So we're looking forward to actually seeing the book, and I think once it comes out, we'll be doing a uh, a review 
Um, so make sure you guys listen here in a couple weeks. That'll be our next, next Age of Sigmar Yeah, show. we're looking forward to that one quite a bit. Yeah. So what else we got coming out for AOS, Ryan? Uh, we have, finally, the characters from the KO and Zinch box being released. Yeah, the, the Caradron Edrin Master in dirigible suit. Which he's actually pretty cool. Oh, he's very cool. Yeah, and I actually think he's, he's pretty, pretty solid, solid on the table, too. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, and then also the uh, Magister on disc of Zinch. Which I, do people actually use him? No, uh, but he looks cool. Yeah, he looks sweet. Yeah, and, and we really <laughs> haven't been able to play a lot of games since that book came out. That's with, true. With the whole COVID thing. So I think there's you know a lot of mystery left behind anything from that release on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I just like that they actually came out with these in a timely fashion instead of uh, <laughs> like the last like flesh eater right. characters. And yeah, stuff like didn't that. have to wait two years. Yeah, it took exactly. forever to come yep. out. So that, that's good that they uh, I like that they're keeping that trend up, and hopefully it's a little bit quicker like this one is. That'd be nice for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, we also do have Space Marines and Necron Codex coming out tomorrow or yes. yesterday, whenever you hear this. Whenever you hear it, yeah, it'll be yesterday <laughs> when when we drop the show officially. Uh, yeah, I think uh, a lot of people are pretty excited about that that big release. Very, very much so. I, in a lot of ways, I think that this is going to mark the true start of ninth edition. Oh, I agree. I mean, because even though it's just you know Marines and Necrons that are coming out, there's a massive FAQ getting dropped tomorrow. Well, actually, it was dropped last week where that changed weapon profiles right. for you know ten, twelve armies. Yeah, it's a huge effect. Yeah, so I, I like that too. That they're kind of immediately rebalancing. I'm curious on what they're going to do with the core stuff. If, that list for Space Marines is super long. There's yes. like six Necrons. Yes, very much so. Kind of rough for Necron guys. <laughs> when when uh, I got, when that came to our group thread, I thought it was a joke at first. I thought I thought Josh Josh was because it's too. literally every fucking unit, right. With the exception of vehicles. Yeah, if it's a Marine Tanks, and not a vehicle, it's core. on the list. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm like, there, there's no way, but apparently, yeah, the Necrons have like five, six units. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So I, I don't know. I feel like they would have said it or we would have seen it already um, if they were making that or a change to core immediate versus when you get your book. Um, I, I don't think they're going to do that now because I feel like they would have said it. Yeah, I think that would require a pretty massive FAQ. Well, they did it for the weapons. Right. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. You know, hey, these units and these armies gain the core keywords. These Maybe abilities now sure only affect. they want to do yet. True. That's true. That could be a possibility. But... Yeah. Uh, what else we got coming up for 40K, Jeff? Uh, the only other things we have coming out for 40k this week are the Necron Warrior Rebox with the uh, the new updated Warriors, uh, the Scorpec Destroyers, and the Hexmark Destroyer. So we're seeing more and more of these new Necron kits trickle out. I think we'll continue to see that for probably about another... There's so many of them. Right. I mean... You know, that's why at first I saw, like, oh, what the heck, there's no Marine stuff coming out. Well, then you realize the Necrons have, like, 15... Granted, Marines do have some new stuff. But Necrons are like 15 new boxes. Right. I bet your wallet was applauding that nothing new came out this week. I'm very happy. Yeah. Well, except for I might get into Giants. <laughs> so we'll see. So now your wallet's sad so that, mo- yeah. Yeah, that money you saved is going to go right back into Giants. Right? Hey, I won 200 bucks at the casino. Oh, that pays for a Gargan uh, right there. Oh, uh, Gargan. <laughs> There's That's your right. start. It's Amanda's fault. <laughs> exactly. If you would have just stayed down in the casino, you would have lost that money, and she wouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> But yeah, no, the, the big news is, uh, you know, the Giants coming out, which we'll do a show about them in two weeks. And then next week, our 40K episode, uh, we're going to focus heavily on the new Space Marine book. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. It's, it'll be really interesting to see all the new stratagems. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the chapter tactics and all that jazz. It'll be really, really cool to see what they're up to with this. Yeah. Have you guys checked out that metagame uh, website that they're working on? I, or? I saw, like, the first... Like when they posted it, you know, kind of a little preview paragraph, <laughs> and I saw they were talking about uh, Harlequins. And I immediately thought, oh, this is garbage. 
That's yeah, the clowns are really good right now. Are yeah, they? I was gonna say I was talking to uh, a couple of play testers that live in Toledo, uh-huh. and they were talking about how awesome the Harlequins were right now. Okay, and you know they're pretty competitive guys down there, so okay. I think they have a pretty good feel for yeah, what's I've, good. I've and heard what's quite not. a bit that they're pretty good. I haven't really looked into it, but they were good at the beginning of eighth edition. Well, too. I get yeah. that, but you know, right when ninth dropped with the the, the new lookout sir rules, and then everybody's like, "Oh my god, you can't play Harlequins!" Until they did the FAQ for it, and so that's just been my opinion. Well, of Harlequins. as far as that part, oh you know, yeah, I guess you, you, you want know, to be because yeah, you just kill everything. But they're so they're fast, the heroes, they're say. so fast, and they get into you, and it really affects your ability to shoot at them. Yeah, and they're super durable with their four up invul army wide. Yeah, so they can and stand that on objectives. Small so. table with that speed, baby. Exactly. So I, I didn't actually read it. Did you read the article? No, I haven't looked at it either because I don't know. I'm gonna give it a, a little while to see what it's like because who's it, writing it? Do you know Mike well, Brandt? It, it's gonna be Mike Brandt and them, but it's under the GW and Brown. Well, I get so that. My worry yeah. is that they're gonna be like. This is garbage, but not really because we need to sell this model. Yeah. So, so. Mike Brandt's from the Nova Open. Uh-huh. And so he's the guy who headed that up forever, and he's been hired by Games Workshop to kind of take their more competitive view. Type yeah, of so stuff if they the actually studio. let him run with it and actually talk about what actually is competitive, I think it's oh, going to be mean really like, successful. Like but. if he could be a honest war gamer? Yeah, so, something like that. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I We'll, we'll give it time. We'll see uh, if it's a marketing employer. I mean, it's actually whatever they content. say, it'll have a positive spin regardless, you know. But, yeah, whether he can just focus on what's good or they're going to make him focus on yeah, everything. There's, there's plenty of stuff that you can just say. Only talk about the good stuff. We'll right. give you plenty of content. Correct. Yeah, we, I don't, don't sell bad shit. You don't have to slam stuff. Just, yeah. just talk about the good stuff. Yep. So we'll yeah, see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But, I mean, more 40K stuff out there, that's cool. Or more... GW stuff out there. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Anybody got anything else? Well, yeah. we uh, A couple episodes ago when we did the uh, Lumineth Realm Lords list review, we put a contest out, and uh, we had a call out going for who could come up with the most interesting name for the list. And we had one entry. <laughs> so congratulations to Chris Crane. He came up with the best name for the list. <laughs> And uh, the name was Hammer Dwarves, or uh, I mean Elves. That was the name. So congratulations, Chris. Uh, I'll be private messaging you this week to get an address so we can send out your prize, which is going to be a cube of uh, GW dice. So uh, thanks for entering, Chris. And Good job, the- Chris. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Chris. For the rest of you out there, make sure you listen through to the end of this episode because we're going to be doing a similar contest for the list we're going to be going over tonight. And it's not hard to win. Well, obviously not so far. <laughs> Hopefully we'll make it hard as we go forward. So hang on there, guys. We'll be right back. And we're back. I hope you missed us. So tonight we're going to be going over some uh, Oceark Bone Reapers, and we're going to be going over a list after we talk about the Army book. Ryan here is our resident OBR Expert, so oh, he's our resident death. Yes, because all things are death. Fair enough. So, Ryan, you being the local expert, why don't you uh, break down the book a little bit for us? Absolutely. So, OCR Bone Reapers—they've been out for a minute, so we're not going to go into super detail. By now, I'm sure you've probably had a chance to play them on the table, or you've at least uh, seen their rules quite a bit. Yeah, this just hit the highlights. Yep. So, <laughs> we're just going to kind of briefly go over them. Uh, first things first is OCR Bone Reapers, brand new army when it came out. 
Um, it is part of the death faction. It's kind of replacing the death rat, all the old skeletons. Sorta, sorta. I mean, you still can play them. Uh, this, the this is the elite of the elite. Yeah, the fluff behind it is Nagash made these guys kind of similar to how Sigmar made the Stormcast. These are pieced together from from fallen warriors, um, and he just made this bone army to take over the world. So that, that's kind of the fluff behind it. Uh, so one of the, the new things with this army, though, is they rewrote Nagash's War Scroll and Arcan's uh, War Scroll. If you put them in this army, they do gain the Bone Reaper keyword. Excellent. Uh, and we'll go, go over them here in just a minute. But that's the first thing is Lords of the Osiarch Empire, and you get both those those characters now. Uh, there is six different legions in the uh, the book. And just like everything, you know, hey, if you pick this legion, you got to take the artifact, you got to take right. the, uh, the command ability. And we'll go over those in a minute, too. Uh, they have Deathless Warriors, which is pretty much the same as everybody's death save. Uh, however, this is triggered not only off of heroes, but they have Hecatos keywords, uh, which essentially is like a sergeant or lieutenant in the units. So every unit can kind of function on their own without needing a hero nearby, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, it's super, super strong. Uh, one of their best abilities is ranks unbroken by descent. Uh, they're immune to Battleshock. That's also strong. Massive. Massive. Yeah, huge. Um, and then... They don't generate command points. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, command points. They generate what is called relentless discipline points. Essentially, you get one per hero that you have in your army. Mm-hmm. You get an extra one if you have a liege, which is the Cavalos. I'm sorry, the, the cavalry character. And then you roll for each unit in your army on a six, you get another one. So I'd say on average, you generate between five and six a turn. That's solid. Yep, that's mostly what my armies do is five, six a turn, which... I haven't felt needing for them. Like, yeah, there's a couple times like, man, I wish I had one or two more, but five or six a turn gets you to do what you want to do. So you feel like you are pretty effective with five to six. Yep, absolutely. The only thing that kind of sucks, though, is you do then miss out on the actual command abilities from the book. Right. So, for instance, like, hey, I need to run six inches here. You can't use that. Sure. So you have that instead. Yep. So you have that instead. So you do not. Uh, you do not get generate command points at all. I think they did FAQ it where if you have an ability that can steal my command points. Even though I can't use them, you can I think still steal I, I them. still generate them that you can steal. You just them. have nothing to use from. Okay. Correct. Yep. So, what are some of the things you can do with these points? So, every unit or most units, I should say, have their own. Again, you don't need heroes, and everything kind of functions independently. So, every unit um, or most units, I should say, have a command ability built into the war, war scroll. Okay. So, so you burn a point to do this. Yep. You burn a point to do this. Um, like the Mortet Guard, for example, they have a shield wall, and we'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, so they can just function on their own and then use their own command ability with those relentless discipline points. Excellent. Yeah, which is pretty neat. Um, they have a generic command ability called Unstoppable Advance, and this is fantastic. So you can use one of those relentless discipline points to move an extra three inches. Okay. So that kind of negates like, hey, I can't use a command point to run six inches. But here's three. Well, here's three, and then you can still charge. because right. I was going to say, it's probably almost better because you can charge yep. afterwards. Yep. So And then you can still run, too, if you wanted to with your D6. Okay. So, so D6 I, plus three plus your move. That, that's so that, that really helps them out because, I mean, they're four-inch moving skeletons for their basic dudes. Okay. And now they're seven-inch moving skeletons. Com- compensates for the slowness a little bit. Okay. Yep. Um, they do get, uh, we'll talk about it, but they have other ways to get a little faster, too. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that's their, their pretty much normal, or I'm sorry, that is all their allegiance abilities. Um, they have command traits, uh, you know, they've broken down into what kind of heroes you take. Same thing with artifacts of power, but everybody runs a legion, so the generic ones are kind of a waste Barely of time. Barely ever get used. Yeah, okay. hardly ever, ever get used. Uh, they do have six different spells, like all spell lords, so there's only one lore here. Uh, a couple of the spells that I really like out of here um, is the Empowered Naderite Weapons. So, the Mortec Guard... The, the Death Riders, uh, basically the generic dudes, they have Naderate swords or spears. 
and they have naturally uh, explode on sixes for an extra hit. Empowered Naderite weapons is pick a unit within 24 inches, and then it explodes on fives. Nice. So when you got 20 guys attacking with two yeah, attacks, that's a piece, lot. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty sweet. That'll add up quick. Uh, Protection of the Gash. It's pretty cool ability. If or it's a pretty cool spell if you play with the Gash in your army. Essentially, when you take a wound, he can teleport across the table. <laughs> so I don't if, think if, I've ever seen that cast. <laughs> correct. Uh, that's the that's the issue with it. If you have just one of their normal spell casters, there's pretty much no reason why you'd want them to to skip away and sure. go somewhere else. But on the gash, that's some funny ass stuff. Yeah, it could be pretty useful. So that, that's a good little trick. Uh, and the other one is drain vitality that I really like. It's pick an enemy unit within 18 inches uh, until your next hero phase. Reroll unmodified hit rolls of six for attacks made by that unit, and reroll unmodified save rolls of six for attacks that target that unit. Sweet. So it's a really good debuff on on enemy units, especially if they're looking for exploding sixes for right either the hits or yeah. Their that, saves. that would be crushing if you're looking for exploding sixes. Yeah, it's like a super wither stave right there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, and the other spells are kind of situational. Like arcane command gets you an extra D three relentless discipline points. I, I don't see the need for that. Gotcha. So those are the two other things you'd rather do. Yeah, those yeah. are the two that that I pick. One of the changes with uh, with Nagash is he no longer just knows all the spells or knows the spells of other characters. Okay. So again, unless you're running with with Nagash, you're only picking a couple from this book anyway. Um, and it, those two that I mentioned are just so much better than the others. Okay. So that, that's what I go with. Uh, so going into legions again, there's six of them. Um, yeah, what's your, what's your favorite? <laughs> my favorite is and still is Petrifex Elite. All right, uh, yeah, even after the nerf, the even big, after the big the bad nerf. boy on the block. Yep. So if you uh, were paying attention to Bone Reapers before their nerf not too long ago, um, their main ability was add plus or add one to save rolls for all units in the army. <clears throat> right, which is insane. It's insane, and it was so good that they had to dial that back. They've changed it now to reroll save rolls a one. Mm-hmm. That changed and melee. Yes, in melee, good point. You don't even get it in shooting. That change right there frustrated me because now Nagash is so redundant in the list of his command ability. Makes you immune to uh, battle shock, which right. they already do. Yep. Reroll saves a one, right. which now that's an army wide yep. ability. Um, and so the, the change I was more mad, not because of, hey, my army's weaker now. Mm-hmm. I was mad because now there's. There's not much of a reason to take the gash. It's hard to justify those points. Yeah, no, you if you're already you don't get that two up, fucking. Well, and that's part of it too. Uh, Nagash having a two up rerolling once was really, really good. Just a little bit. Uh, but they they kept their what I think is actually an even better ability, which is their generic command ability, uh, which is any one of your units can improve their attacks uh, rend by one. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Very strong. So now you have minus two rend battle line troops. Um, your your freaking horses that's on your awesome. cavalry now have rend. And they're they're dishing out a ton of attacks. Yeah, so, that's brutal. You know, even though, and that's why I still play them, even though they lost that reroll ones to save is is still good. Um, oh yeah. And then your minus no your minus one. Well, because you're rerolling saves also anyway with your shields, right? Yeah. So then that's again with your standard battle. But that's another reason why the reroll ones is kind of redundant. Correct. Because now yeah. your Mortec guard don't even get to use that. Correct. <laughs> But that's okay. But it saves you points if you don't have them, too. Yeah, yeah, true. And, again, with five or six a turn, you know, there are times where you just don't have a point to give them the, the reroll saves. Um, but uh, their command trait is pretty good. It adds two to the, the general's wound characteristic. I almost always take my Liege Cavalos as my general, so now he's getting pretty hardy. And then the artifact that he has to take is uh, the first wound allocated to the bear in each, feign is neg- in each phase is negated. Which oh, is what attacks. It's actually pretty darn good. <laughs> so as a whole, that's why I like this this Legion. The command trait's good. The artifact's good. The command ability is good. And then yeah. the Legion ability 
is still good. Yeah, there's really no downside to it, that. There's, there's not yeah. much downside to it. So with, with the Mortis Praetorians, I'm not going to go into all their stuff, but um, the named characters in this army are all from Mortis Praetorians. So if you want to play with Catacros, if you want to play with the named Liege Cavalos, if you want to play with the uh, Valk Martian, they all have the Mortis Praetorian keyword. So that's the only thing that kind of sucks. Um, however, with Catacros, his command ability improves your save by one, and it's like a 36-inch bubble. <laughs> so... Mortis Praetorians might kind of take over if you're playing with Catacros because then you still get the Petrifex ability. Sure. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. I, I still like Petrifex. Cool model, too. Oh, he's very cool. Um, the Staliac Lords, they're kind of the horse guys. They can let everybody run in charge. I think like that has some, maybe some legs. We'll see. I, I could see a lot of stalkers uh, in that army and letting them run in charge. Uh, the Ivory Host, I, I think it's kind of a joke. Um, basically, you get minus one to hit. But I'm sorry, you get plus one to hit, but you're minus one to your saves. Uh, it's just no, go away. Yeah, it's Ivory Host is no good. Junk. Didn't even know that was in the book. Yep, exactly. Uh, Null Myriad, I think, is the second best one. Okay. And I still debate if I'm going to end up playing them. It's going to kind of depend how the meta shakes out here with magic, and that's what they are. They're the anti-magic uh, one. So their main ability is on a if you're targeted by a spell or endless spell on a five plus, you ignore it. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah, their, that's not bad. Their command ability though lets you ignore it on a two plus. So that's fantastic. Correct. Well, that costs one of your points, right? Yeah, it costs one of your points. Okay, and that is that on any unit or just a character? Well, it's it's triggered off a hero or a hecatos, which basically everything in the book is a hecatos okay, or a so, hero. So that unit, yeah, a, a catapult, for example, would need one of those two things nearby it. All right, but typically you babysit a catapult with a hero. Sure. So it's pretty much everybody. Okay, be able, be able to use that. but that burns one of your points. Yeah, it burns one of your okay. points. Uh, their command trait is pretty solid. It's subtract one from hit rolls made for attacks with melee weapons that target this general. In addition, subtract one from bravery. Who cares? Uh, with the enemy units within three inches. But makes your, again, Legion Cavalos is the best option in every Legion for your general. Now he's minus one to hit. So that's pretty good. That's, yeah. Uh, at all. And then artifact of power is you pick one of the bearer's melee weapons. So you'd pick his big lance that he has or sword that he has. And uh, <laughs> you ignore save rolls made. I'm sorry. Do not make save rolls for attacks made with that weapon, and wounds inflicted by the weapon cannot be negated when they are allocated to a model. So again, if you have a Liege Cavalos who's going to get into combat, the command trait and the artifact for Null Mirad are, are solid form. Right. So, you know, with, with uh, Lumineth, and I don't know how if Cities of Sigmar is going to be a thing, um, but this has some legs, I think, If and against Zinch, to really, their biggest weakness in this army is ranged mortal wounds. And if you're ignoring those on a two-up, you could really do, I think, a lot better. Sure. So we'll see how it plays out, but that's in the back of my mind, too. Uh, crematorians, <laughs> that's the fun one. That's when your guys die, they explode and do mortals. <laughs> kind of cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So when your dudes die, you roll dice on a five-up, uh, they do a mortal to a unit. And so there's kind of a couple funny lists out there with a ton of Mortec Guard and a ton of Harvesters. So as they die, they explode, and the harvesters regenerate them. Nice, and you just keep doing mortals to them. Sounds like a good time. Again, it'd be a fun right. Friday night list, but for, for sure not not competitive. Uh, so that's the legions. So uh, they got a big terrain piece. They they have, in my opinion, the best terrain piece in the in the game. I'll argue with you. The bone tie nexus. Before I get into this, what do you think is the best or better than this? It's the the beast of chaos um, rock. Not even close. The run and charge first turn. No sir. No sir. The Loon Shrine's way better. No, it, it, it makes you immune to Battleshock within its radius, yeah. which grows six inches every time. Oh, it's not bad. And it makes enemy units have minus one to their save within the radius as well. 
What's the radius increase by? Six inches a turn. Yeah, I don't care. It's amazing. It's not. It's good. <laughs> it's very but good. But Bone Tide Nexus is sweet. Uh, so if you aren't familiar with it, this is the massive skull pylon looking thing. It's sweet. It does four things. Uh, punishment and Agony. Pick an enemy unit within 18 inches on a four up. Minus one to hit. Okay. That's good. So that's good. Yep. Punishment to Death. Pick one enemy unit within 36 inches. And on a two plus, they take a mortal wound. That sounds stupid, right? Until, no, it doesn't sound stupid. Until you got a amazing. hero sitting there with one wound yeah, left, yeah. and boom, you just get a little, snipe. Nice little snipe, sure. Uh, punishment of Ignorance. I like this one a lot, too. Pick a wizard within 36, enemy wizard within 36 inches. On a 2+, plus, subtract 1 from casting, dispelling, and unbinding. That's what I used against Jeremy uh, when I played Nurgle a couple weeks ago. I can see where ago. it came into, into yep, play. That worked out sure. really well. And oh, I think Did that game work out well for you? The game did not, but the, the punishment of Ignorance <laughs> did. Uh, and the last thing it can do is the punishment of uh, Lethargy. Uh, or lethargy, sorry. Uh, picking unit with enemy unit within 18 inches on a four plus. Uh, they cannot run and use one d6 to make a charge roll instead of two d6. Right, now that's very good. That's yeah, very that's good. Really good. Yep. So and again, the way you put this is you actually place this down before <laughs> any train goes on the board. Yeah. So you plop that sucker well, so right in the middle. You have to. Yeah, exactly. So you put that right in the board, or right in the middle of the table, and you're either going to be in range to his good stuff on turn one, or they're going to deploy outside of that, and you're already kind of controlling one of the sure. phases of the game. Yeah, so I, I like it. It's a fantastic terrain piece, and it looks sweet. It does sound like a good piece. Yeah. So that is uh, kind of it for army rules. The, the battalions, they they have the big battalion like everybody else has that no one ever uses. Yeah, the, the fluff the fluff game battalion. There's really one, maybe one and a half battalions in here that are really worth it. Uh, Mortex Shield Corp which is basically one of the heroes that you're always going to take in your army and three units of more tech guards. Uh, once per turn, you can use your shield wall command ability, which is the reroll saves in combat um, without spending a relentless discipline point. So that's okay. cool. And then you also get an extra relentless discipline point for having a battalion. Nice. So it's not bad. If you're going to take a battalion, that's the one to take. My problem with battalions on this army is they're already too expensive. Correct. And you don't have the points for a battalion. Correct. And we'll go talk about that in a minute with their points is... Until this, uh, everything went down a little bit, but until the new GHB came out, like everything was 200 points. And it was, you'd find yourself in weird situations where you'd have like 160 points left over, 180 points you left over. You couldn't afford anything. You couldn't afford a unit, and you kind of already had a ton of troops. And so that would be the time, but it, the points now work out better with the drop. That's good to hear. Uh, the other one that I think is, is okay is uh, the Mortec uh, Balistari, which essentially is a bone shaper, a uh, Mortec guard unit, and two crawlers. So basically you have your artillery with some support pieces next to it, and your Mortec Guard can shrug wounds for your catapults. Okay. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. But I, I probably wouldn't spend the points on it. Okay. Uh, so then we got units. Catacross is the first one. Um, he's got so many rules. I'm not going to go over them. By now, I'm sure people know about him. He's a beast. Yeah, I was he, say this, he's a beast. What's, what's your favorite character? My favorite character in this book. Uh, well, I will, do want to talk about Nagash's changes real quick. His biggest change to me is now he can spam Arcane Bolt. That's very good. Yeah, he's got eight casts a turn, and he can spam it eight times. Super good. So Was he a, plus three to cast? Yeah, so on a, on a 2d6 roll, average is seven, average plus roll, three, because you're, yeah. you're getting d3. So it's eight d3 mortals on average a turn. That's strong. Very good. Uh, so Nagash, I think, is fantastic for that change. However, my favorite character in the book is going to be the Leech Cavalos. Um his ability, Endless Duty, this is his Relentless Discipline ability. Okay. Uh, you pick a, a friendly unit within 12 inches, either in the shooting phase or the combat phase, and add one to their attacks. Oh, that's really good. So it, it's solid. You're going to see when we talk about my list how I use them with uh, the catapults, and it makes the catapults 
a little Duh. silly. And you can spam that too. You can't you can't double up on a unit, but you okay. can put that on four units on if you have enough points. Units, okay. Yep. And he's uh, a super tanky character in your list with uh, the Legion you take. As correct. Well. Yeah. So his he moves ten inches. Um, he's he's the mounted character. He's got seven wounds on a three up save. So his seven wounds then goes to nine wounds. Um, he then ignores one wound per phase or his first wound per phase. He had a two up save pre ban or pre nerf, but now he's got a three up rerolling ones. Uh, he's a, he's a solid character. Uh, he's got three attacks with his commander's blade. They hit on threes, wound on threes, minus one run, two damage. Uh, his battle shield is kind of, I don't, it's on the model. So that's why they put it in here, but it's one attack, three up, four up, no run, one damage. Yeah. Kind of lame. Uh, and then (laughs) his, his mount though is actually sweet. His mount is six attacks. Threes to hit, threes to wound, minus one ren, one damage. That's good. For, for, for a, a horse, like it's really good. <laughs> yeah, that's great for a steed. But I'd take that. This is when he gets a little silly with Bludgeon, the Petrifex Elite command ability of the minus one rend. So now he has six attacks at minus two rend from his horse. Very good. He's got three attacks at minus two rend, two damage with the sword. And then his battle shield even has a, a minus one rend on it. Double that up with his endless duty, and now that's an extra attack in each one of those profiles. All right. So he, he's, he's I think, is outstanding. He's... 200 or 220. Right. Uh, I think he's 220, and then the name guy's 240. He sounds like a value. He He's right there. He's not over-costed. No. But worth it. He, he's he's worth it. I think, yeah. he, I think he's pretty fairly priced. Yeah, I think he's right where he needs to be. Yeah. Um, bone Shapers are cool. They, they heal an auto three wounds a turn, but and they're a caster. Um, Can they bring guys back to life? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I meant about the three wounds. Well, three models or three wounds? Three wounds. So okay. they're really good at, at healing another character right. or healing a catapult or healing more tech guard. Or you get one guy back. But your your stalkers, your big dudes, they're all four wounds. Gotcha. So they can't do anything okay. about that. Um, the other character that I now, really... Now, is that the guy that's like got the chicken legs kind of thing? Nope. So I'm going to talk about him oh, okay. uh, next. Uh, the Bone Shaper, he's the one. He's kind of... He's animating a, a, a skeleton. Gotcha. He's like standing yep. on a big skull. Yep. Uh, Soul Reaper, he's a waste. We're not even going to talk about him. But the Soul Mason, though, I, I really like. That's um, the guy in the funky legs. That's the guy with the All funky. Right. It's a goofy model, but I like goofy. it. Uh, he's different. Yeah, he's your caster. Yeah, he, take. He, he's a caster. He's a two-cast two, two cast caster. Oh, nice. Um, his points, I think he's like 160. He's, he's perfectly pointed. Uh, but his spell, though, is Soul Guide, which is pick a Bone Reaper unit within 24, and you can reroll hit rolls a one. Very good. So that, that seems good. Yeah. But his ability, though, is... Uh, at the end of my hero phase, so after all the spells are cast and hopefully you've used all your dispels, roll a dice. On a two through five, he can ca- he can cast Soul Guide again, and on a six, he can cast it uh, D three more times. <laughs> so I have two of them in my list that we're going to talk about here. You can get that reroll one to the, a lot of units that need it. Yeah, sounds like it. Yep, and so he he's solid. Um, he's only got a five up save, but you know he's your caster. He's my caster. He sits back. He he doesn't get out there and fight. Uh, Mortec Guard, that's uh, our main battle line unit. I think if you've listened to previous shows, you know yeah, my feelings on them. you know they're pretty amazing. They're pretty amazing. For sure. Uh, two attacks. Their biggest downside is that they wound on fours. That's the only thing that kind of okay. sucks. But they're hard to kill. They're hard to kill. That's what they're all about. And even with the wound on fours, when you get them up to minus two rend, the less wounds tend to go through more. Yeah. And so I, I, I they're fine. They're, they're an absolute... Yeah, they're a very sturdy unit. Outstanding unit. Uh, you got the Death Riders, which essentially our Mortec Guard on horses. Uh, they do get an extra attack with their blades. They move 12 inches. That's so again, good speed. going back to their plus three move, those guys are moving 15 inches. Um, they're, they're a solid unit. Uh, one of the things that the banners do for both the Mortec Guard and the Death Riders is plus one to run and plus one to charge. 
So now these guys move 15 with a plus one to charge. They're they're getting out there. Yeah, think about how much better they'll be if they shrink the table size in next edition too. <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird. Uh, they have three wounds each, so they're very sturdy. Uh, Immortus Guard, it's kind of like the bodyguard unit. Mm-hmm. They're good. I haven't played with them. Um, I think if you ran with Nagash, they might be worth it. Okay. But Nagash heals so much now with a bone shaper, especially that's six wounds. Do a they turn. suck wounds off a character or something? They suck wounds off a character. Okay. I just they don't keep up with the liege and your your support characters just don't really need to be bodyguarded. Gotcha. So they're a cool unit. Don't really see the need for them though. Uh, stalkers are are another one of my absolute favorite units. Um, yeah, they went down in points, right? They went down in points. Yeah, they went from two hundred to one eighty. These are like the elite infantry. Yeah, these guys. are the elite infantry guys with like the four heads. Yep. They're they're four different warriors put into one body so they can change forms. Wish I like the heads a little bit better on yeah. that model. I, I like all the model but the head. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a little goofy. It's a cool concept. Like I get what they're no, they trying to say. Didn't quite pull it off. They didn't quite pull and it. Put it yeah. together as a pain too because all four of those heads were like four separate pieces. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. Yeah, but that's the, super annoying. Their stat line's awesome. Um, they move six inches again, though. If you need to get them somewhere, they're moving nine inches. Uh, four up save, four wounds. Reroll one's a save, obviously, in Petrifex. Uh, their command ability is kind of cool. It's hunt and kill. Basically, lets them reroll charges, which is always good. But then I can move uh, as if they flew through terrain. Oh, so you cool. can't move over models, but you but, can move through terrain. terrain. Nice. Yep. Um, but their big thing is uh, each each combat phase, you pick one of their aspects, and they have four of them. There's Blade Strike, Blade Parry, Destroyer, oh, and four. Precision. They have four. If you I ever play against one. me, you will see one. Occasionally, you will see two. But the one to always take is, uh, or always use, I should say, is, is Precision Aspect. So they have two different weapon profiles. Um, there's the Dread Falchions and the Spirit Blades. Dread Falchions hit on fours, so you know my opinion on them. I'll never take them. Right. I know, but they look so awesome. They do look sweet. But So I always take Spirit Blades. So Spirit Blades are five attacks each. Threes to hit, threes to wound, minus one rend, one damage. Strong. Yeah, strong, not yeah. bad. But then you go to the aspects, and this is why I always take precision aspects. Improve the rend. Uh, I'm sorry, this is why I always take the precision aspect. It's improve the rend and damage characteristics of this unit's melee weapons by one. So minus two, two damage. Yeah, That's so now legit. they're five attacks at minus two, two damage each. Uh, and you you know, you run a unit of six of them, they just, it, they're meat right. grinders. Yeah, they'll do a just ton of chew through anything. They'll crush. Um, one unit or two units that they brought over were the Morgas Archai and the Morgas Harbingers. So great models. Book. Sweet models. Yeah. They, they went down to points, but still not doing. They it. were two ten. Now they're one ninety. I, I think they have. They could potentially do some work. Okay, they'll be on the table at some point. Uh, the catapult is the next unit that we want to talk about. Money, and money. That is the way War Machine should be for every army. A yeah, close, I agree. A close second to my favorite uh, unit in this book. Mortec Guard, my first. The crawlers are so good. So what makes the crawlers so good is uh, they have a 36-inch range catapult, three attacks each, twos to hit, threes to wound. All right, There is no rend on this. However, it's a flat five damage before they get wounded. Nasty. So each one is, is in theory, throwing out 15 damage a turn. Uh, again, with the, the soul masons, with the reroll ones to hit, now you're, rolling, you're hitting on twos, rerolling ones, which is an amazing thing to do. Yep. Even if you target a character, now you're hitting on threes, rerolling ones. You're probably going to do some work there. Um, their damage does degrade with the skulls. However, they have two special weapons that you can shoot with. First one, like special ammo. Yeah, special ammo okay. that you can use once per game for each. Once per game. Once per game for each. Per catapult. Okay. Yep. So cauldron and torment. Essentially, it's a it's a bravery attack. So you roll uh, dice equal to the number of models in the unit. For every dice that's equal to or greater than the bravery, they're just dead. 
So no no mortal wounds, no saves, nothing like that. Nasty. So it's really can good. be if you get that low leadership army, the low bravery oh, army. Yeah, well, I think like, the first time I used them, I played against Jeremy's Gratz. Oh, and four up. Yeah, oh, yeah just just freaking amazing. Wiped out wiped out half <laughs> unit Gratz just just like that. Awesome. Um, and you know they're really good against uh, against low bravery multi wound models like storm fiends. Sure. And Grand, you only get three shots, but if you get one of them, it's going to do some work. Right. So there is a bit of a balance though. Is with that flat five damage army. I'm sorry, flat five damage weapon. The armor save and the wounds that you can do yeah. versus the bravery. So you, you kind of balance gotta play, that out. Yeah, right? you kind of got to play that game a little bit. Uh, but then their other special attack, which is uh, my absolute favorite one, is called Curse Steel. Uh, do not use the attack sequence for an attack made by Curse Steel. Instead, pick one enemy model that is within range of the attack. And again, that's 36 inches. And roll 2d6. Add the modifier for Curse Steel shown on the damage table above the uh, to the roll. If the result is equal to or greater than the wounds characteristic of the target, it is slain, which is amazing. And what's what does that that number start at? So it starts at minus three, and after you take a couple wounds, it goes down to minus one, and then it goes to zero, and then once you start getting really wounded, it actually increases. Okay, so you so better like, shoot that early. Yep. Oh uh, no, 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 no! You want to shoot? Oh, early. shoot, you shoot, it shoot late. late. I'm sorry. Shoot. Yeah, late. you okay. want to say? Well, there's a couple things here, but yeah, it, the the more wounds that the catapult takes, the better that that shot gets. Gotcha. So it's amazing for for sniping out like five wound heroes. Um, another thing is if you know, <laughs> but you know what else is amazing? Sniping out five wound heroes, your normal shot. Normal shot. <laughs> However, when this gets really good, so I I pulled this off against Josh. Um, he strung out actually. I, I didn't. I wasn't too mean, so I told him. So he changed his deployment, but he strung out sequiturs in this massive line. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. You know, I can pick one of those. Uh, out, you know, I can right? pick one off, yeah. and you lose half your sequitur unit, right? And he's like, oh shit, do you mind if I redeploy? Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, that would have made for a quick game. Uh, so yeah, no, it, it's really good. But again, it, it's that balance thing of, you know, unless you're shooting at a three plus save, um, uh, stormcast character, the the regular catapult damage is probably gonna do enough. Yeah, you know, and again, we'll I'll get two in my list, but then that's where the Leech Cavalos comes into play. So now there are three shots that hit on twos, now turn into four shots that hit on twos, uh, and it just it, they're good. Four shots, you're probably going to get one through. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them in my list a little bit more. Um, the other one is the the Gathazer Harvester. This is the big weird kind of bone dinosaur. Skeleton walker. Oh, I don't even know. Skeleton thing yeah. you never really see. With the tiny little chicken legs on yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, he's cool. Uh, he, he's actually very good. Um, his big abilities, he re- regenerates uh, uh, more tech guard, which are, it's awesome. But, and oh, he, I mean, he, he, he heals stuff, but it's hard to get enough wounds to bring something bigger back. So you just plop him within, uh, you know, right at the front line of a more tech guard unit, and every casualty you take, just. And you bring him back. Sounds good. So he's good. He's pretty decent in combat. JT, you got to get that put together and painted so I can see it on the table. We got one. We got one already painted. Oh, yeah. you do. Oh, yeah. So and, I didn't play a game with it. Yeah, and he did very good. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. We are going to take some some pictures of this army or my, the collection. I should say it's more than an army uh, from what JT's painted so far. We'll put that up on uh, on Facebook and Instagram at some point. Um, the last uh, last little bit here is the uh, endless spells. Uh, Nightmare Predator is pretty good. It does uh, D3 Mortal Wounds to stuff within three inches of it. The problem with the Nightmare Predator, though, is that it sets up and within six inches of the caster and only moves 2D6. Okay. So it's kind of hard yeah. to get there. But if he does get there, he's going to do a shit ton of damage. Right. And you, you, when he comes out, you name a character. And if he gets within that, you're close to that character, he does D6 to it. Okay. Which is solid. That's solid. 
Uh, the Solcio Steeler Carrion is the bird thing. I wanted this to be good so bad. It gives line of sight to your caster. It's a cool looking model. Yeah. Which is why you probably you, want it to be good. You put it anywhere on the table and it's like, oh, sweet. Your caster can can see from this model. Right. But you don't measure from the model. It's, so it's, it's like, just line of sight. Okay. All right. Cool. The, the, so it would, I think it would have been a lot better had you been able to cast from it. Gotcha. Like use it as like a, like a mirror kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, as a mirror. Yeah. Um, and the, the last one, this one is an absolute money win here, uh, especially for the points. Uh, the Bone Tithe Shrieker. So you put this little guy out 12 inches away, moves up to 8 and can fly. Uh, it debuffs enemy's bravery, which who cares, but any Bone Reap unit within 12 inches of it adds one to hit. Oh, that's really good. it's like 30 points. That's a well-spent well, well yep. 30 points. Yeah, if you throw that thing right in the middle of the table, then you let your, your stalkers run up to it and moves with the stalkers. Sure. And they're just playing a swim to hit. Sounds good. So it's, uh, it, it's a fantastic model. Or, I'm sorry. It's a, a fantastic endless spell. So that, that's... Pretty quick rundown of the Bone Reapers. Um, I think that they are a fantastic army, even with the Petrifex Nerf Elite. I think that was much needed. Mm-hmm. They were fucking oh, I broken don't, and don't stupid. Don't disagree that at all. Yeah, that uh, was just dumb. an army wide plus one save. It just opens up options for you later too, because they'll be able to reduce points more freely. Yeah, which they did. I mean, when when we first got the word that uh, for the GHB points, I'm like, stalkers are going down in points. Are you are, are you fucking high? Like really? Well. Then we found out about the Petrifex nerf after that. Right. Like, okay. Now it, now makes, it makes way more sense. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Long run will be good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And again, you know, like, I'm more tempted now to try Null Myriad. I do want to try the, the Stalliarch Lords yeah, at some I point mean, for the run and charge. I think it makes your book a lot more usable, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Which that's never a bad thing. No. But now. Especially with the amount of models you bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Variety is the spice of life. But my only wish list now is since they changed Petrifex Elite is to bring Nagash back down in points. Because with this book, he went sure. up to 880. Yeah. Totally justified. But now it's like, all right, can we bring him, can we bring nah, him back? he's too good in Legions, man. Can we bring him back? He's too good in Legions. No, no. Well, put it on your wish list. I got a guy at GW. All right, hopefully he comes through for you. <laughs> hopefully. All right. Well, hey, Ryan, thanks for breaking that down. And uh, we'll be back in just a second, and we'll be going over Ryan's actual list. Welcome back, everyone. It's time for a little list breakdown. So, Ryan, let's go over your HQ first. What are you throwing out on the HQ category? Uh, well, you guys probably have a good idea what's in my list from uh, when I broke down the book. Uh, but my general... Oh, let me guess. Is it a Leech Cavalos? My general is a Leech Cavalos. Oh, shocking. Uh, but start out... Petrifex Elite. Okay, Petrifex Elite. So he, he has the the armor and I'm sorry, the artifact and the command ability that we know he has to take. All right. Are you are, are you taking are any battalions good. in the army? No battalions. Okay. So you get the one magic item. Yep. And that's that one. And, and that's that one. Um. So he's 200 points. Uh. Then I have two of the Mortison Soul Masons, the guys on the walking the little walker chairs. Great. What spells did you take? Uh. <laughs> weird. <laughs> one has drain vitality and one has empower Naderite weapons. Shocking. Shocking. Um, but the reason I take two again with, uh, with their ability for their reroll ones to hit right with two, I, I'm almost guaranteed to cast that spell three times a turn. Um, and you're going to see my list here in a second and you can probably figure out what three units I'm going to cast that spell on a turn. Sure. Uh, and yeah, that, that's it for HQ. So those, so those guys are right two there. casters and, and the mounted hero. Yep. Two casters. So that's four spells I have available, right. um, which is their war scroll spell. The two I took, and that leaves me one open for an endless spell. And what are the two that you took go off on? Uh, sixes. Both both sixes? Yep, both, uh, one might be a five, to be honest. All right, well, five or six is a very yep. good number. Yeah, they're not high at all. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, Drain Vitality's for sure a, a six, and Power Nanorate Weapons might actually be a five. Okay. So is this like the core that you usually take for your HQs in your list? Most of the time, I was taking a Bone Shaper for a while, um, but the the three, bringing back three more Tech Guard a turn with the Bone Shaper, it wasn't, I didn't need it too often. I didn't usually lose a lot of more Tech Guard. And granted, this was pre-nerf with the, with their save, um, but they're they're sturdy enough, and they're not as important to my army. I like the Soul Mason better, again, for the reroll one to hit spell, but then also for casting twice. The Bone Mason only uh, casts one a turn. Okay. So I like having four casts or four yeah, spells four a turn. Four casts is super strong. Yeah, yeah. same points. Uh, no, the, the Bone Mason, I think, is 130. The Soul Mason, I'm sorry, yeah, the Bone Shaper is 130, and the Soul Masons are 140. Oh, so for 10 points, you get 10 points cast. for another cast? That's, yeah. a, that's a no-brainer. Yep. And so you really can't take more HQs in this. You don't really need to anyway. I okay. can see in some like at some point I want to run like a, a massive cavalry list and I'll have two leech cavaloses. Okay, but because they can keep up with the rest. Yeah, of the, and they're they're good. Yeah, they are good. Um, but this is pretty no, much the a core good, list. It's a good core. Yeah, uh, and, you got a tanky hero for the hero mission. So. Yep, and uh, it gives me four uh, RD points right here. Nice before having to roll for anybody. Right. So you get one for each soul mason and then two for the cavalos. So that's four. Uh, yeah, so I generally end with five or six. Okay, so what are we talking for battle line? Battle line, I got two units of 20 more tech guard and okay. a unit of 10 Cavalos Death Riders. So oh, they're battle line as well. They Death are Riders line. are always battle line? Yep, Death Riders are always oh, battle always. line. Always. I thought maybe just because you took the mounted hero. Nope. Okay. They, they only have two two troop <laughs> options. Well, that's better than some other books. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, but with the more tech guard, I think 20 is the sweet spot. So by if you go to 30, the, the discount for 40 is so little. You might as well go for 40. Sure. And 40 more tech guard are just flat out overkill. Well, where they got a one-inch reach... Uh, one inch reach. Yeah, so well, well, with you the swords, you can't give them spears. Okay, but the swords are just flat out better. <laughs> All right, and then on a thirty-two mil base, twenty-five. Or, oh, they're only at twenty-five. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit, so that's nice. That's what I'm saying. No you got way. twenty dudes. Okay. Everybody's getting in. That's forty gotcha. attacks from the unit. Yeah, rocket or sixty attacks if you uh, use your cavalos on them. So 20, 20 more tech guard, in my opinion, is the absolute sweet spot. They're 130 for 10, which I think is a fantastic price. Yeah, so I know 260 what, each. When they first came out, there was talk like, oh, 130 points for these guys. Like, that's so much. Nope. No, spot on. Yeah, they stick right on the table. Yeah, they're a good unit. Yep, absolutely. So that's a good strong core. Yep. You know, you have 40 very solid infantry there, plus yep. the 10 And cav. then the 10 and the, those So they give you a little bit of speed to run speed. out, jump on objectives. They hit hard as heck. They they're, do hit hard. They're, um, they're sturdy as heck. I mean, that's 45 wounds right there. Right. Uh, yeah, the Cavalos Death Riders, I, I think, are really good. Um, you could you could run all your battle line as the Death Riders. Okay. But it really takes away from like your extras or your cool stuff that you can take. Uh, but I think 30 Death Riders would... Would do very well. Okay, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I fought against the list that after party. they get assem- how, how were they? Uh, annoying. Yeah, after they get all assembled and painted, we'll have to try that out. Oh, it's, I'm 100 running the cavalry list. <laughs> nice. And I'll even do the 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 cavalry or the horse lord army too. That'd be fun. So, yep, that's my three battle lines. So, so do you have any other units? Uh, I have no other units in this list. So then that just leaves either behemoths or. Or artillery. And I have three behemoths in this list. Oh, what are they? They are three catapults. Oh, so they're behemoth slash artillery. Yep, yep. So okay. in uh, in in OCR Bone Reapers, uh, the more tech crawlers count as behemoths. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. You never disappoint, Ryan. I know. This is a real dick-kicking <laughs> list. <laughs> so uh, three ca- three catapults, we talked about them. Yeah, they'll, um, they'll be nasty. And how good they are. Yeah, so kind of... Pick something and just take it off the table. Correct. And so the the Cavalos actually will sit in the back lines with them um, most games. Okay. He, he won't run out with the Death Riders. He 
he'll be a counter charge piece, but more sure. importantly, just kind of hold him in reserve. He'll be thrown out the plus one attack to all three catapults. Fantastic. Yeah. So you, again, it kind of makes those special shots. You don't have to make the decision as much because, right. Hey, if I have just four shots from each of those doing five, five damage each, right. like, that's really good. And then if you take wounds and then the hero shot or the sniper shot gets better, then it doesn't matter that I'm not doing five damage a piece anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Well, and you got to figure the vast majority of units out there aren't going to have better than a four-up save. Correct. I mean, you do have some that have a three-up, yep. but it's not common. Yep. So you're looking at four-up or worse yeah. for the most things that you're going to be playing against. And so you figure four shots, you're probably going to hit with three to four. Unless uh, I'd say probably four. I'd, I'd Pretty reliably hit. Because you're rerolling ones? Yeah, hit on twos. Yeah, that's almost almost a guarantee. So you hit with four, so if they have a four-up save, you're you're doing ten wounds on average. So that's legit. And then he times that by three. Per catapult. Yeah. So, you know, you throw all three at that one unit you want to get rid of. If it's not dead, it's so weakened, it doesn't really even matter Correct. Well, that's why I was was doing the math against a Gargant. So four-up save with 35 wounds. On average, I'm going to do 20 wounds a turn to it with my three catapults. Not with that one that gets to reroll the save. <laughs> That's going to be the right. one you It's going to crush you. Right? It better be very fast. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, dude, this is going to just nuke those Gargants turn one. Right. That's how you get through all those wounds. Right. Is, uh, you know, these high damage weapons. Uh, and then the last thing I have lit in the list is uh, the Bone Tie Streaker, the Endless Spell, the plus oh, one to hit. Very cool. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the catapults are going to sit back. The Mortite Guard. I think this army will do very well at, at spacing people out. If I'm going against a, a deep striking army, um, I can protect my catapults. I can space stuff out just fine and get a nice screen going. Uh, the Death Riders are actually a really good screen if I need them to. Yeah, they're big. Ten of them big on, the, bases. on the big bases. Really spread them I, out. Yep, I sure. take, take a lot of take a lot of space up for that. Uh, the Soul Masons will also sit back kind of with the, the crawlers and crawlers move four inches a turn. I'll just kind of slowly creep up and. Had this massive shield wall of, of skeletons blowing stuff up, and the Death Riders can go grab objectives. Sounds, sounds like, like you a made good a list, list that plays itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weird, weird. It uh, sounds like a good list. Yeah, so this is definitely on the competitive edge of uh, list building. Well, that's what we were going for with yep, this. This is what I would take. Actually, this is what I'm going to. This will be my turn list for whenever tournaments start happening. Again. Great. Um, or at least this is what I'm going to start play testing for for tournaments. Okay. So, what do you need to acquire still from this list? Uh, I just need a third catapult. And you have everything else? Yeah, everything else, everything is, else is painted. Everything else is painted, ready to okay, go. Okay, so you're, just need a third you're catapult. 90% ready to be on the table yep. with this army. Yeah, when uh, when I did my massive Bone Reapers purchase, I didn't want to go too heavily in the catapults just because artillery right. has always kind of sucked in this mm-hmm. game. Um, and, yeah, now I need to talk to Jeremy because I need a third catapult. They actually came through and didn't yes. do it wrong for once. Correct. Right? Yeah. I, w- I really wish that more armies would have cool artillery pieces like this because yeah. it really does add a lot to the game. Oh, absolutely. And they look awesome, too. And, I mean, this the whole kind of point of, of bo- the Bone Reapers, and I really like it, is this is kind of how an actual, like, Roman army would be built. Yeah. You know, you got your frontline sure. troops, you got your shock troopers, and you right. got your artillery pieces. Um, again, it's kind of, you know, they're not hero-reliant. They have their own heroes within your own troop units, and you got your, your own sergeants issuing orders and... I, I love the army, and I love how it's built, and I love how it functions. Cool. Well, it sounds really cool. I, I'm looking forward to planning against it, actually. Excellent. So, yeah, I do. You uh, get rolled by catapults. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fun the first two turns. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, and that's another thing I like about the list is, you know, another reason why battalions aren't that big of a deal is I don't really care about my drops. I can screen you out if, if you go first and can alpha me. I can screen you out no problem, and then I have a chance to double the catapults. Or... If you drop first and or you want me to go first, 
cool. My catapults are going to hit you. Smack so like, I'm good yeah. either way. I can go sure. first or second, no problem at it's all. It's nice to have that that freedom of it's just kind of a relief yep. to have have to be in a situation where you don't have to have first turn. Correct. Yeah. Even if you go first and you can nuke me, like I said, I can screen you out and then yeah. come to my Mortec guard. I got 40 of them right. rerolling saves. I actually prefer armies where you want to go second. Yeah. You know, that because trying to get that double from turn one to two is so strong. Yep. And yeah, I, I prefer to play that style. People don't build lists that way anyways. <laughs> All my lists are about to go yeah. second. <laughs> Mine are too. But I don't think that's necessarily a common theme in AOS. A lot of people do like to get that first turn. Yeah. Oh, we got the dog in. So, yeah, if you guys can uh, help me come up with a, with a good name for this, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, just throw it on the uh, on Facebook and follow out your name with uh, hashtag Ryan's Bone. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Ryan's Bone Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, let's, let's see who can come up with the most creative name. Uh, bonus points if you make us laugh with it. <laughs> And if you guys have any questions about the list or about Bone Reapers, feel free to, to throw those out there as well. We'd love to interact with you yeah, folks on, on social media and talk to you about our stuff. Absolutely. Well, hey, Ryan, thanks a lot for uh, sharing that list with us. And we'll have to do a little uh, overview after you actually get it on the table and try your theory hammer out for real. Well, I'm hoping to get a game tonight with it. That'd be awesome. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll be right back to close out the show. And we're back. Thanks for listening. Uh, just want to throw out there to uh, find us on our social medias again. I know it's been a couple episodes since we brought it up. Uh, you can find us, find us on Facebook at Cobra Kai Gaming Dojo. On Instagram and Twitter, it's uh, Cobra, Cobra Kai. CK Gaming CK, Dojo. Yeah, CK Gaming Dojo. And on our website is... CKGamingDojo.com. There we go. Jeff's got it better than I do. <laughs> I already have them preloaded, so I don't need to, to look them up. <laughs> right. Modern technology. Got to love it. Well, we appreciate you guys uh, going on a ride with us talking about Bone Reapers tonight. I hope that you guys learned something and uh, are excited to uh, either try Ryan's list out or uh, Three Hammer ways to beat it. So when you meet him in a tournament, you can uh, crush him because it's nothing funnier than watching Ryan lose. I'm usually drunk at tournaments, too. so Yeah, it's easier to beat him at tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Throw that excuse out there real quick. Yeah, I'm just having a good time. That's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what we hear. <laughs> All right, you guys got anything to add before we close this out? Nope, that's it for me. Nope. All right, appreciate it, guys. Have yeah. a good night. Thanks a lot, guys. And remember, if you're Cobra Kai, you're badass. <laughs>